Is there anything anybody can do, not just to help Carly, but those like her? Um, look, we'll get into her story now. And thanks so much for coming in, Carly. Just look, run us through, if you can, what happened to you around about eight months ago. My lease ran out. My landlord said that they weren't renewing the lease. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's you and your son and your dad was My living dad with as you well, as yeah. well. Okay. So you get that news and I'm presuming you think, all right, well, it's at least we'll find another place. And what happens? You start looking, what's... Yeah, and to start with, I was a little bit picky, to be honest. Didn't realise how bad it was. And then you start to go to these inspections and there's, you know, 30, 40 people there. And yeah, I applied, probably applied for about 300 houses. And so when the lease ran out on your own place, the rent went up, is that...? It has been re-rented now for $130 more a week. Okay, and I'm presuming that was not a... You couldn't afford that. Mm. Yeah, okay. Now, you worked at home, you had a job, you even had savings, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yep. And so how quickly did all of that change? Very quickly. It's, it's kind of scary, actually. So eight months ago, I had a family support system, I had a house, I had savings, I had a job, I had, you know, goals, and I literally have a car now. And that's where you sleep? Mm-hmm. It's scary? Yep. yep. Yeah. You know, eight months ago when this started, I would stay at the caravan park just in a tent just so that I'd have... Like a shower and a toilet close. I can't even get into the caravan park anymore. So there's so many people now that are, you know, living in, I guess, temporary accommodation because it's the only option they've got. How's your son going with all of this? Good. Um, I'm actually really proud of him. Um, he's doing better than I could have ever imagined. He's doing year 12, working two jobs, you know, he's sleeping on a couch, just being a trooper. Because you just said, right, we've got to get Cooper, your 17-year-old, you know, you can't be in the car with me. And so what, he's couch surfing on mate's couches and everything else. He's six foot four. We uh, attempted oh, once wow. in the car with us both. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, he might have slept well, but I didn't. Um, I can only imagine as a mum that it would be really confronting that you can't give your boy a home. My one job as a mum is to put a roof over his head. And it's, I, I kind of avoid, not, not avoid him, but I... Yeah, no, I do, because, like, I can't do what I'm supposed to do. So you avoid talking to him and stuff? Yeah, so it's him that makes most of the contact. Yeah. No. You do realise, though, if you have brought a boy, a young man into the world who was 17, who was getting through year 12 while couch surfing and working two jobs, you've done a bloody good job already. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, eh? Yeah. One of the things that Coralie said about you, and even just this short time we've been sitting here together, this isn't about you, is it? This is all about your boy. Yeah, and my dad. Yeah, and how long had he been living with you? 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. You must miss him dreadfully. Yeah. And he must miss you too. Yep. If you could say one thing to people listening now... It can change so quickly. And just how quick was it for you? I mean, I knew it was coming, um, but I didn't realise... I mean, I've... My lease has expired at other places before and I've just found a new one. I didn't realise the, the depth and how bad it really was. It's the simple things, like the things that we take for granted, like showering, going to the toilet when you wake up in the morning. Um, just It really is the simple things. Because where do you go in your car? Do you park at the same place every night? Or? Never park in the same place twice. Why not? For safety reasons. And so is it just you know the streets where you can stay now or how does it work? Yep. But I'm always sort of looking for, like, always keeping my eye out for, for other places because you don't want it to be too quiet. You want there to be some people around, but you don't want there be, to be too many people around. So it's, you've got to be quite selective. Well, what else do you look for in a safe place to park your car so you can sleep? Um, a lot of it is feeling. 
mm-hmm. if I if I get that feeling where I'm I'm okay or if I'm not okay, then I I move. Mm. So when you do wake up, or if you wake up in the middle of the night, um, and you need to go to the bar, I mean, what do you do? To drive to the service station. Right. So you drive, go mm. there, ask for the key. Yep. Get back in. Yep. Would there be service stations in your area where they know now that this Probably. is what people are doing? Probably, yeah. But it's also hard because a lot of the service stations in our area don't actually open the doors. They have a night window. And so you've got to try to talk to them and then convince them, hey, yeah, yep. just please go to the toilet. Yeah. yeah. When you're in your car and you're getting ready for bed, what's your biggest thing that you worry about? Somebody knocking on the window. Just a stranger or someone moving you on, knocking on the window to move Both, you on? Both, but yeah, someone moving me on because it's not the easiest thing to set up the car to go to bed. How do you set it up? So I've got um, curtains that I've made that I put over the windows. Um, I have to make sure that I drive around and with the heaters up full blast before I park so the car stays warm. How long does it stay warm like that, do you think? Um, Probably half an hour or so, maybe, if I'm lucky. Yeah. So what are you going to bed in? How many layers would you be? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just bought the other day, actually, an electric blanket that plugs into the car lighter. So that can help you? Yeah. Man, because it's been cold. Yes. And so when people move you along, is it normally authorities or is it neighbours that don't want you outside their home? or Usually security guard. And what do they say? Um, you can't park here. You need to move. Do you ever try to argue and tell them your story? No, nah. I mean, in the beginning I, I did, but um, what's the point? That's their job, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, they are only doing their job. Yeah. Carly, thank you very, very much. When you leave here, where do you go? Um, well, I'll go take the dog for a walk. Yeah. Yep, go organise my car, which is something I have to do every day because if it's not organised, you can't find anything. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the shops, get something for the dog, go to the park and cook it. And you do that on the barbecues? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you. You are a cracking <laughs> mum. Don't ever doubt that. Thank I mean, you. you know, if your boy is reaching out to you, he probably realises, do you think, yeah. that maybe you're pulling away a bit? Yeah. 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 You've done a great job. Yeah. All right. Thank you. The Ali Clark Breakfast Show on Mix 102.3.